From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cat, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. This is unbelievable. For the first time in 2021, we are now live in person looking at each other's ugly mugs. And now there's no time delay for an insult. Welcome to a no pregnant pause edition of Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 196. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me as always is the man who would say things like, if I wanted to watch two monsters battle it out, I would blah, 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 blah. And then he would put a joke about somebody's mother. MFG. Also, we love to call him Mike. Somebody called the police. They're more horrible than I, for- I forgot that they were. <laughs> <laughs> this is scary as hell. We're only just getting started. I know. All right. But in the meantime, though, I will give you something horribly, horribly described. And here's a movie for you to guess. All righty. Ready? Her brother's taunts drive a white woman into shacking up with a black man, and the townspeople start losing their minds. Wow, that's find out what that is after the quick news. Oh my goodness! See, I'm not gonna get this one. I have to think about it. But okay, (laughs) all right. So Mike gave us that to 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 mull over, and our other illustrious host will probably get the the answer right. Is the man who was calm enough to watch two monsters fight outside and then reply with, "Hey, it's just another day in the Bronx." RT Square off the tech. Pretty much, I just call that a Wednesday, right? Uh, so the other day, as I was scrolling through the internet, mindlessly looking at videos that would only entertain me for a moment, a thought occurred to me. An empty search history says a lot more than a full search history. <laughs> An empty search history is, uh, Yeah, it means that you don't I, want someone to look at it. <laughs> every married man that, <laughs> that I know is like, shut up, Cap, shut up. <laughs> I, I could imagine that conversation. I was like... Honey, why is your search history always empty? Do you not look at anything? I don't nope. use the internet. No, nope, yeah. <laughs> what is the internet? I have no idea what that Computer. is. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ralph, you're gonna get more. You're gonna get more people in trouble than you realize. All right. So today, what we're gonna do is we're gonna discuss the fight of the century, and this fight eclipses Mayweather Pacquiao and overshadows Batman versus Superman. But how does it measure up to its own hype? Today, let's talk about. Godzilla versus Kong. But first, Mike, 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 Mike. If we were in a room, he would have a desperate little... Actually, we are in the same room, so I can't even use that joke anymore. That's what happens when you write it. Plus, I have a knife at his ribs. <laughs> so, and, and the gun at his cross. <laughs> we were supposed to be doing this via um, via online, but now that we're in person, I'm cutting my intro and just saying, here's Mike. And the quick news. And now. Uh, the quick news brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. Oh, that sounds more exciting than the quick news is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done, but, Ralph. Uh, but thanks there, Ralph, with a updated intro to the quick news. Uh, you're welcome, man. If we just get an updated cap, we'll be doing something. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> They're on back order. Just uh, like I had an interview. That's all. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> unfortunately, I am starting this in-person meeting with death. Oh, come on. Oh, yes. death. How yeah. did we get back together and you hit it off with death? Pretty much that's my life being with these two. <laughs> oh, all right. Wow. Okay. Acclaimed filmmaker Richard Donner died on July 5th 
Born in 1930, Don, uh, Donner directed his first feature film, X-15, starring Charles Bronson and Mary Tyler Moore in 1961. Following years of directing various television episodes, he made his big break with 1976's The Omen. Two years later, Donner went on to direct Superman, starring Christopher Reeve. Now, although having done principal photography for the sequel, Donner was replaced by Richard Lester to complete the film. It would not be until 2006 that Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut, would be viewed by audiences. Due to the success of the first Superman feature, he was able to direct The Goonies in 1985 and launch the Lethal Weapon franchise in 1987. Richard Donner died at the age of 91. No cause of death has been released so far. You just threw me off right now. I did not know that Richard Donner passed away. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Right and early on Monday. You just blew my mind. I didn't even know Richard Donner existed. Yeah, you, well, you probably just didn't know his name, I guess. Yeah. You obviously know his movies. I, I mean, dude, Goonies, <laughs> Superman 1. Yeah. I mean, anytime that you could say Superman can turn back time. I mean, you know, <laughs> that takes a lot of balls. <laughs> and Richard Donner probably had a heavy set. And, and it also just makes me nauseous when I say that same <laughs> sentence. Why did your right arm twitch when you said <laughs> it's that? Like, oh. is, is that where the song came from, too? What? No, if Cher I had nothing to do with that. Oh, wow. No? I, I forgot how corny you are in person. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> but there's no more pausing, so it's, it moves a little bit quicker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it must be hard for your brain to keep up. Oh, gosh. It's yeah. just shutting off. Oh, Screw you both. Uh, Mike, what else you got? All righty. Steven Dorff, the 1998 Blade film co-star that no one can name another film he's been in without a Google search, has declared war on the MCU, mm -hmm. specifically the Black Widow release. The Deacon Frost portrayer had this to say about the film, quote, I still hunt out the good shit because I don't want to be in Black Widow. It looks like garbage to me. It looks like a bad video game. I'm embarrassed for those people. I'm embarrassed for Scarlet. I'm sure she got paid five, seven million bucks, but I'm embarrassed for her. I don't want to be in those movies. I really don't. I'll find that kid director that's going to be the next Kubrick and I'll act for him instead, end quote. Now, of course, the Oscar, Emmy, and Golden Globe Never nominee was singing a different tune back in January 2020 when asked about the Blade reboot starring Mahershala Ali, where he said, quote, definitely would love to reinvent Deacon Frost for the MCU because that character is someone who really stands the test of time, end quote. Uh, just to let you know, Dorf was not contacted for the Blade reboot. <laughs> what a bunch of sour grapes for this Seriously. guy. And, and you're right. It's funny that you said that, you know, like... um. You need a Google search to think about anything else he's done besides Blade. I'm like, wow, you're right. Like, I didn't yeah. Think and even when you see his list, you're like, oh, I don't know if I've either seen those movies or I don't remember him in that movie. Or, or, or you count <laughs> up screen times like, wow, altogether, it's an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, are you familiar with Steven Dorff? Well, um, you saw Blade, right? Like, he was the, the main villain. He was the main vampire. Of the first Blade? Yeah. Yeah. Not the second Blade? No, because he was dead. What about the third Blade? No, that's Gillette oh. with the three Blades. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Then yes, I remember him. Oh, okay, good. Wow, but, but, but Stephen Dorff, and, and I'm so glad you, that you put his comments out there for for 2020. He's like, okay, bro, just relax, <laughs> relax. Don't, don't 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 be so sad. Sure, I'd love to be in your movie. You remember me? You love me? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, too bad, Stephen Dorff. Sit there, watch the movie, enjoy. Stop being a hater. Yeah. What else you got there, Mike? All right, and last but not least, something for all of our serial killer listeners, and Whoa. you know there are lots. Summertime is murder time. American Horror Story creator Ryan Murphy is bringing audiences something new. American Horror Stories. Yes, the pluralization makes it different. American Horror Stories is, unsurprisingly, a spinoff of the very popular non-plural series. Not much is known about the new series, but it will continue an anthology style. However, each of the 16-hour-long episodes is expected to be a standalone tale exploring horror myths, legends, and lore. 
American Horror Stories starts streaming July 15th on FX on Hulu, but the truly hardcore aficionados can also catch season 10 of American Horror Story beginning on August 25th. Will it be animated? I don't think so. It didn't animated. say. Damn it. Why? I prefer to be animated. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's why we keep Ralph's Because you're obsessed out. with cartoon butts. That's why. <laughs> why did you beat me to that joke? <laughs> you can make them bigger and bigger and bigger, and you don't have to pay any extra. <laughs> I guess a 60-inch screen is in your house, huh, Ralph? Hmm? I guess a 60-inch screen is in your house. Well, his yeah. is like trapezoid shape. It's, it's normal at the top and just gets wider where the butt would be at the bottom. Wow, that sounds like a lot of light women I know. Whoa, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back, guys. We're back. All right, I love this. Fire. Fire. Um, wow, I, I just drew a blank on what we were just That doing. was all I had to say. Yeah. That's what you're going to ask. <laughs> Is that all your quick news, Mike? Yes. Okay, but, but could you please give us the hint to the horribly described horror movie? All right. The horribly described movie is her brother's taunts drive a white woman into shacking up with a black man and the townspeople start losing their minds. Is it Othello? No. Oh. That would be weird. A horror movie. But no, they're not all horror movies, but most of them are. Um, see, you, you said... Um, is it that, uh, the, the dancing movie with the white girl and the black guy? I don't know what that is, is but no. Oh. No, that, that, oh, that's Save the Last Dance. Is it Save the Last Dance? Yeah, and the fact that I know that, wow. That's even sadder. <laughs> yeah, it's even sadder. That's a horror movie. Hey, Ju Julia Stiles, oh, well, she was cute back then. Um, hold on. Oh. Um, and oh. Julia Stiles, you now know what he thinks of you now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying, back then, I don't know what she looks like now, whatever. No, look at you trying to get me in trouble. You always trying to get me in trouble. Um, scanners. No, I, I don't even know where you got that from. I don't know, I just threw it All right, her brother's taunts. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Drives her to the house where the black man, who's actually the star of Night of the Living Dead, lives. And the townspeople start losing their minds. Oh, got it, got it, got it. So the movie's Night of the Living Dead? Yes. yes. Oh, that was my you next went, choice. You went clap. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, it was. You, dude, you were just talking about Julia Stiles five minutes ago. Well, actually, I was talking about Julia Stiles. Yeah, I just said the, the, last the movie with the white girl and the black guy dancing. That's what I said. That could be like a lot of things. It can be. It can be. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So we didn't get that one. So so now I'm like half. I'm like fifty percent, and you're like seventy-five. Uh, let's call it a cool eighty. <laughs> let's call it a cool eighty. So we're rounding up. Yes. Okay. Fine. All right. Well, thank you, Mike, for challenging our brains. Lord knows that we are not going to be challenged anymore. Um. So let's go right into the main course of our succulent nerd meal. Let's talk about Godzilla versus Kong, and there have been many versions, but this version just came out a couple of months ago, and with a synopsis is the always quiet and demure MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Shut up, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> I was going to ask me to spell demure. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you're out of yeah. luck. When he started with the CZ, I was like, no, stop. Um, <laughs> alrighty, Godzilla vs. Kong is the fourth film in Legendary Pictures' Monsterverse and serves as a sequel to Godzilla, King of the Monsters from 2019 and Kong, Skull Island from 2017. The film was directed by Adam Wingard from a screenplay by Eric Pearson and Max Borenstein. Due to pandemic restrictions, Godzilla vs. Kong had a limited theatrical release. However, it was streamed on HBO Max simultaneously. The film cost $200 million, but had a worldwide box office of $452 million, which is pretty impressive, actually. Wow, yeah. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 75% with audience at 91% and a Metacritic score of 59 out of 100 with an audience of 68 out of 100. Okay, interesting. So down the middle. Why don't they just call themselves meta-haters? <laughs> they're always they're, they're always are you part of metacritic <laughs> i can't say <laughs> i'm legally bound not to answer that if they call themselves meta haters then people think they're part of the dc universe ah that's very true oh god <laughs> that is actually very true all right synopsis on the ticket tonight it's gecko versus chimp 
Uh, Kong is duped by a deaf child and kidnapped by an evil company run by a power-hungry narcissist, a.k.a. standard sci-fi bad guy without development. This gets Godzilla's giant monster senses tingling and he attacks the Navy convoy transporting Kong to Antarctica. Lots of CGI stuff happens and the cast spouts nonsensical pseudoscience that makes the 113-minute runtime seem lengthy. As with most kaiju films, uh, the human storyline its what drags it down. Luckily, the film runs through its dialogue like jalapenos to a hamster. And like that hamster, you'll be grateful when it's passed. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is a battle that wants to be legendary, but once Godzilla tears through a fleet of battleships faster than the te- teenage boy goes to a box of Kleenex, you know this fight's going to be more like Mike Tyson versus Kevin Hart. <laughs> I All wish right. you could see that, by the way. I would love to see that. Yes. All right, starring Alexander Skarsgård as Dr. Nathan Lind, Millie Bobby Brown as Madison Russell, Rebecca Hall as Dr. Eileen Andrews, Brian Tyree Henry as Bernie Hayes, uh, Sean Uguru as Ren Serozawa, uh, Isa Gonzalez as Maya Simpson, I'm sorry, Simmons, uh, Julian Dennison as Josh Valentine, Lance Reddick as uh, Gellerman, uh, Kyle Chandler as Dr. Mark Russell, Damian Bashir as Walter Simmons, and Kaylee Hoddle as Gia. All right, so now we can do this in person. Let's get into it. Godzilla versus Kong, but before we get into it, let's press that spoiler button. And I can see Ralph Yu putting his finger over that blue button. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. There's a part of me that wonders if Steve Francis from Stitch Productions actually um, likes Kong or Godzilla. But that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stitch Productions. Oh, no. Stush is coming. (laughs) Is that Stush or Godzilla? Scones and tea! Oh, it's Stush. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right, so let's talk about it. Kong versus... I mean, Godzilla versus Kong. Um, And it's interesting that Mike brought up the thing that everybody talks about when we talk about these monster movies, especially these battle movies. Um, They always try to add, you know... Um, we all want to see is Kong and Godzilla yeah, throw down. That's all I want to see. What is up with them just not giving, not giving us what we want? Yeah, but not only is not giving us what we want, but they keep giving us what we don't want, which is people that we don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was quite fitting and funny that the fact that all the villains died like so like quickly and and like it was just like oh you're dead okay cool moving on to the next yeah. Thing. But it's also like the people that live, like when, when our quote unquote, when our heroes win, you're like, I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you all were stomped to death, I would have been just as pleased, probably more so. Yeah. I, I know uh, I'm, I'm cutting uh, too far ahead, but I, I just want Surprise. Wanted to, I wanted to see at the very end, I just wanted to see Godzilla and Kong like arm in arm, just like walking into the ocean together, just like chilling. Like, you know, man, I didn't really mean to, you know, hit you so hard. You know, I thought we could have been friends. You, you know? do understand that if Godzilla and Kong walked arm in arm into the ocean, that really just means Godzilla is about to drown Kong, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, like, that's all that actually means at that point. <laughs> no, he's just tall enough that it'll take a while before he gets to the deepest parts of the ocean. <laughs> he's like, die, bitch! <laughs> now, 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 is there anybody that wants to see a human um, protagonist in these any of these movies? Please no. say no. 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 I mean, at the most, the, the humans either need to be betraying Earth or building a giant robot. That's all they need to do. That's right. the only thing that Godzilla needs to worry about at that point. You know? All right. Um, right off the bat, let's talk about it. how do we feel about Kong's portrayal in this movie? I, I feel like, and it, I feel like we talked about this a couple of movies ago, or a couple of episodes ago, where the movie wants it to be even, but they kind of slant it 
so that you feel more sympathy or maybe they maybe not purposely but they want you to feel more sympathy for one character or the other how did you feel about kong's portrayal and what do you think about godzilla's portrayal um well in the original um king kong versus godzilla King Kong won. I mean, just flat out won. Um, the whole thing, the scientists were like, well, because he has, you know, closer to a human brain, he can rationalize, rationalize, and Godzilla has a lizard brain, he's really tiny, da, da, da. And also, I mean, during that time, I mean, Godzilla was still favored. Kong is, you know, very American, da, 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 da. Um, but this, it's, there's no, people love Godzilla. People like Kong, but they love Godzilla. And here it was just, like you said, they try, they, I won't they even say they went 50-50, the but they, they tried to at least make it look like Kong was a worthy adversary. Yeah. It's like, he's not. I mean, again, it's not a fault of King Kong. It's just, like, like, I, said, like I was saying even in the synopsis, when Godzilla, his, his blades on his back go through the battleship that Kong is chained to and can't even unchain himself from, that's not a fight at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but nonetheless, I, I mean, I did like that they tried. I just wish they had just kind of just owned up and been like, yeah, Kong really doesn't stand a chance, but uh, he's putting up a fight. Okay. <laughs> In order for Kong to stand an actual chance, he would have to have been at least double his size. Or have a weapon. Or, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't want to skip ahead, but right. I, I mean. Too late, get, Cap. Yeah, but I'm not going to get into it, but I'm saying like just the fact that I almost watched the movie thinking that like. They're gonna have to like even even the score somehow because Godzilla's kicking his ass. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was just like, and it wasn't even even close. I'm like, I, what's the company that owns um, Godzilla that you're always talking about that they're really oh Tohoscope. Yeah, Tohoscope. Like yeah, they don't really, play. Yeah, I was say <laughs> they're really like you know strong. They, they feel strongly about their property. I'm wondering is that why he was kicking his ass so much? I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's also I think like I said, Godzilla is much more of a fan favorite. I think in this day and age, I, I'm assuming that has something to do with it. I, I just love the fact that the uh, the guy who designed uh, Mecha Godzilla, mm-hmm. he goes, uh, yes, Godzilla is is uh, very uh, like formidable for, but we have a, a plan for it. Just the way he says Godzilla, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the classic Japanese Godzilla saying, yes, say it one more time, come on, please. What? Oh no, he doesn't say. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying Godzilla, you're gonna live to the end. Oh, you're not. Never mind. <laughs> and, and, and you're done. And you're done. I mean, now. Mike, you saw the original King Kong versus Godzilla. That's ages ago, I couldn't tell you a damn um, thing about it. Except for there was a horrible looking Godzilla. I mean, a King <laughs> Kong, by the way. It was just a guy in a monkey suit. Yeah, I mean, well, not that Godzilla was real either, but like it was just a horrible face on that monkey. You have to take a look at it. Godzilla's not real? I mean, he's really part of Toho Scope. Neither is Santa Claus with <laughs> Easter Bunny. What? what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys are hanging out with each other way too long. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I had a problem with the fact of them making Kong out to be the hero. And I felt like, is it me or did they make Godzilla feel like an afterthought? Like they felt like the plot was around Kong and Godzilla was part of the plot, but he wasn't a main character. And I had a problem with that. I, I, I feel like, you know, if you're going to stack the two against each other, even in Batman v Superman, no, much, no matter how much you hated that movie. And we do. And we do. They, Speak for yourselves. <laughs> you, you didn't like that movie. Stop. I didn't love it. But I didn't hate it. Oh, God. You don't hate anything. You just like things, but you don't hate anything. Anyway, anyway my point is, I hate kick ass with a passion. We does. can we can debate that. <laughs> we can debate that. But 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 when you, when you look at um, even a movie like Batman v Superman, Batman and Superman, you know, they showed both of their their lives, you know, equally and try to be an even hand. Even though we know Superman would kill Batman, right? I feel like there, there was an even hand here. They made um, Kong the protagonist, and like Godzilla was like. 
you know, around and he did things. And, and the reason why, you know, they bring out Kong is because Godzilla was doing things, but they made more Godzilla the villain. I don't know how I felt about that. I felt kind of weird. I don't, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I think what it is is that, and again, maybe, maybe I'm just because I'm pro Godzilla. Um, I think a lot of it was that if they had a lot more Godzilla right away, everyone would have been like, that's not going to be a fight. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like Godzilla is lo- taller than him much. I mean, his atomic blast alone, you know, I think if you got too much of Godzilla after a while, you'd be like, why do we have King Kong here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I, I, I mean, again, I'm just taking a guess um, at what they were trying to do. And also um, Godzilla's had more movies. So maybe they were trying to give Kong a little bit more screen time to build their franchise that way, yeah. I guess, you know. I feel that the whole reason why Godzilla, uh, King Kong was in this movie was just to have a reason to get into Hollow Earth. I was just about to say also, yeah, I was just about to say that's probably a reason to get him off of the island because otherwise everybody would always say, why doesn't Godzilla hunt him down and kill him? Because he doesn't like the large other monsters, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, speaking of Hollow Earth, like um, when they get to that like central pit where um, mm-hmm. in the, King in Kong finds the... Uh, no, the, oh, inside right, Hollow in Earth. Hollow Earth, yeah, where he finds when, that. When he finds Earth. the axe, um, like all I had was just more questions. Like, was tons more questions. Were was there uh, uh, an entire race of of King Kong sized creatures, uh, monkeys that uh, or uh, gorillas happened to be in Hollow Earth <laughs> that <laughs> you know? were smarter at some point and and built all of this, or because Hollow Earth and and they're just creatures that are bigger. Were there humans that were just giant there that built all this stuff? Oh, there's tons of questions. There's, no, there's nothing but questions. That, that, that's the same Hollow Earth they had to get. They had to go through some kind of a gravitational pull to get through. Yeah. But then King Kong just climbed up a pit in Tokyo in like ten minutes. Yep. And no, and, and, and that Godzilla atomic oh, yeah. blast is straight down to, to it. Go straight down. Straight down to it. Without, yeah, that, without any gravitational pull effect at all. <laughs> you know that that pulled me out of the movie right there. That movie. that pulled you out of the movie. <laughs> that was a couple of things. I mean, but that pulled like when he yeah. got like, oh come on. Yeah, that was absolutely insane yeah i i when i saw that and then i see that you see the big statue of another kong like yeah. creature in the hollow earth and then the, the etchings of godzilla on the ground so now you're like what the hell yeah and also godzilla i mean godzilla has godzilla's been around but like is that is godzilla supposed to be the only godzilla like or were they drawing yeah. that godzilla or just a general godzilla apparently yeah. there were more and there was a war between the two different uh, species. Or yeah, or something like that. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, like, I said, like you said, it just begs more questions than it even offered anything at that point. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's so many questions. And it's funny, you're like, that's what pulled you out? But it just... It really? was, the deaf girl that's about the size of a, I don't know, a pimple that Kong manages to notice and is able to read her sign language from. I'm like, yeah. is he part hawk? <laughs> like, well, how does he see down there? You know? That's the of Nat doing it. Huh? He has supervision as well. I guess so. He has supervision, or he or he's part of the supervision. <laughs> he supervises and has supervision. Oh, ah, goodness. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they always say like the bosses are monsters, but hey, yeah. there you go. Um, let's go back to the humans for a second because I don't know why they insist on trying to put some deep storyline. Not deep, but like try to add some some storyline onto this. I'm like, guys. Yeah. Right. But out of all the human characters that we had, which of these characters was the most interesting? Was there anyone that was the most interesting? I, I didn't find hmm. any of them interesting. I mean, I guess the only one that was a little bit atypical would have been, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Bernie, the black guy. 
I mean, because because Millie Bobby Brown, her character got even more annoying by this film. Yeah, <laughs> like like just straight up annoying. And then that the the, the standard geek character that follows her, I'm like, I, I don't even understand what's going on here. You know, it's she's making nothing but bad decisions, but she's accredited for it. So like, because he's smart, she's impulsive, but like, it's kind of like almost like a. I hate to say it, it's almost like the Republican technology, you know, theories like, <laughs> oh, we don't want to hear knowledge. We just want to go <laughs> with, you know, disobedience. And that's cool. You're like, not really, but okay. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. I, I, I did find um, the, what's the, the name of the, the tall white dude from True Blood? Oh, um, um, I mean, I don't know his name in the movie, but. Alexander Skarsgård? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nathan. Dr. Nathan Lind. Yes. Okay. So his story was a little bit like, it, it, like you didn't really get too much information. Apparently, it was his twin brother who died because the picture shows him like they look the same. Oh, and then- Were they also from Infant Island with the other, with the Japanese twin? Exactly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so then, but but um, just watching him act, like I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give you some credit, but like- you know, Brian Cranston, but then again, he also didn't die in 10 minutes. So exactly. there you go. Like, we could get just a little bit more backstory, you know, just, just to see why you're, you're you know, uh, clearly, well, well, clearly, um, Hollow Earth exists, right? Right. So then why is his theory such, he considers such a joke in, in the scientific community? Well, I mean, he proved well, that it existed. Well, he proved it existed, but I mean, I guess... No one knew it existed, though. I mean, that's and, it would be like someone finding Atlantis and saying, like, well, Atlantis exists, but like all this time we had theory that it did exist, you know. And, and if it was such a joke, why did they build that um, Antarctic facility? Because yeah. that thing has been there for it yeah. looked like it had been there for years, oh, right? Yeah, none of it makes sense. So I was like, oh, but uh, I, I do like uh, watching Alexander Skarsgård uh, act, he's such, oh, he's he's such a beautiful actor. human being, yeah. All right, so, well, speaking of beautiful, let's talk about things that are beautiful. Um, Let's talk about the thing. In, the thing in this movie that made you say, "Yes, this is why I'm here." <laughs> and then I want, conversely, to talk about the part of the movie that said, "I'm freaking done," because because there's a bunch more of those than there were of the movie. Like, yes, I'm here, but there were a couple of moments. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, definitely. I, I would say both battles, both on the ship and then towards the end on the land of King Kong versus Godzilla. It's like, well, yes, that is why I'm here. And they were fun. I mean, like Godzilla, I mean, King Kong, even King Kong was on that ship was kind of like, I'm going to lose this. Someone <laughs> had that towel ready <laughs> to throw in, <laughs> you know. Um, and but even when they were in uh, Tokyo, when they, you know, it, it, it's even they, they unfairly tried to make it an even match fight. It still was a good fight. Like I, I just, anytime I get to see Godzilla in action, it's really cool. But that damn axe was just a—it's like the one axe that was made specifically against his power. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when when he was lying on the on the ship, all I heard was uh, Murtaugh's voice from Lethal Weapon. Uh, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> That's all I heard. Wow. And also like, damn it, I'm just a week away from retirement. Because <laughs> yeah. he retired back into Hollow Earth now. Um, but the thing, when when I saw them both teaming up to fight against Mechagodzilla, that's when I was like, yeah, no, it was cool. That was definitely this a lot was of awesome. fun. Just, just to see them, because I, I was expecting, like, uh, would have been cool if, like, uh, when Godzilla is is uh, is being defeated by Mechagodzilla, and he just holds his hand out, and then here comes Kong and taps in. <laughs> and like, that would have been awesome, you know? I'll go the opposite way. I'll say the thing that, that turned me off and then the thing that made me say, that's why I'm here. 
The thing that turned me off definitely was when Kong had his axe right. stick, yeah, whatever. It was, it was an axe. Why? I'm yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. It's because they needed a way to uh, uh, first, toys. Five selling toys. First, they, that. first they needed a way to alert Godzilla that they were in Hollow Earth. Because when he puts the axe into the the mark to charge it up, right. Godzilla it becomes aware of the energy flow or something. Because apparently they're, they're they're sort of suggesting that Godzilla's atomic blast comes directly from whatever power source is there. I guess so. Yeah, that's, that's what sound, they're trying to That sounds to reasonable. Right. Second, they needed a way to give uh, Kong the edge next time they uh, Godzilla and, and him fight. Right. Because that's the only main reason why he sort of, quote unquote, won the second battle. Right. Right. right? And then third, they needed a way for Kong to defeat Mechagodzilla. Well, but also, what, but it, it doesn't just serve as him to defeat him. It, because otherwise, the movie would have relied on solely Godzilla killing Mechagodzilla. So what it allowed was... Kong still would have lost, but if it wasn't for Godzilla charging the axe, yeah. now that means they both technically defeated Mechagodzilla. And you're like, sure, if you want to believe that. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Mechagodzilla was defeated with the power of friendship. Yes. Yeah. Let, let's not. When our that. powers combine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Captain smashed the planet. Oh my God. <laughs> you know. It's funny because when it came to um the axe that turned me off. The only thing that got me right back into the movie was when King Kong took the axe and shoved it in Godzilla's mouth. And I'm like, that was kind of wrong, but I'm digging it. That's kind of oh, savage. Yeah, no, there's definitely some good fights going on that way. Were you like, it's so wrong, but I can't look away? <laughs> pretty much. It, it pretty much is, you know. Like, my thing is with the Godzilla movies, especially the, the newer ones, um, you know, with the better technology, stuff like that. I, it's the moment his spines start to light up. Mm-hmm. I get so excited, like a, like a school kid. I, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh my god, it's gonna come! You know, <laughs> you're like a kid waiting for New Year's. Yeah. For yeah. those of you at home, uh, I just pictured Mike in a Japanese schoolgirl outfit, going with less tentacles. Yes. Um, <laughs> wow, on both of you. Wow. Go ahead. Oh my goodness. But like those like outfits, person. I will be selling my panties for only ten dollars oh, each. Oh, dude. <laughs> Mike has an OnlyFans. Oh boy. <laughs> Thank you. The gong is returned. <laughs> no, but um, like I, I did like the but the thing that got me with the uh, the, the the fight scene um was that at the end when Godzilla, I mean, when King Kong just drops the axe and it's supposed to show like, yeah, you know, we're equals, but I'm putting this down as friendship. I'm like, you put that down because he was going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh no, Godzilla's going to kick your ass. You better, because Godzilla looked at him like, he went, yeah, he went. you should put that down. <laughs> you know, He went, bitch does what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, because it was, it was like, even the way that like I said, Godzilla looked at him, it was just like, you can keep the axe and we're going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win at the end. And yeah, just make, make sure you know. How many movies have you ever had hit, made in the history of your life, King Kong? Huh? How many do I have? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> am, am I wrong in remembering, did they ever make a Mecha King Kong? I don't think there's a yeah, movie I don't think like that. Is. I don't know, though. It, it, it seems like something that there should be, but I'm not sure. And there was a... In the old Godzilla movies, or it might have been a King Kong movie, there was uh, a creature that was like a, a rabbit or something, or like a, a, rabbit. a rabbit, monkey. Mm-hmm. Monkey. I don't know. I don't know. I think that was just a fever dream. It's possible. <laughs> Either that or the ayahuasca. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh wow, the ayahuasca. <laughs> um, what's interesting is that 
um, the villains that they had, like Mike said in the synopsis, they were very one-dimensional. Oh God, barely. <laughs> but uh, but it's funny because we com- we complain about okay, do, you know, do we want you know humans or not? And then we complain also that when we do get villains, they're one-dimensional. They should kind of be one-dimensional, right? They should. Well, no, you shouldn't be writing a one-dimensional character if you're going to write the character, put some thought into it. But they you got you got to make a villain that you actually care because you hate them so much that they, right. they make you care to hate them you know right and, and these villains were not that the only sad part about them dying was that the hot one died you know <laughs> what the dude and it was just so sad but it was it was just so quick because it was like she's like all right let's get out of here they're in their little hovercraft or whatever trying to get away and kong's like uh-uh bitch yeah you're dead. That was something. I was like, and she's dead that quick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just, I mean, what are they going to do? Like, have like the human villains be like, all right, my ship is down. I got a gun. I'm going after them. <laughs> though, <laughs> you know? though it was just like the, the surprise on, on her face when, when, when he catches uh, the, the ship. And he's like, how do you think this was going to end? That's what he was thinking. <laughs> like, how do you think this was going to end? Come sure. on. No, it's, it's true. It really is true. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I just really feel like, and I keep going back to the whole idea of the human element because every time the humans were on the screen, they just pull everything down. It really does. It just it's, it drags the whole movie. I was about to say, do, how did you guys feel about the pacing? Because there's a lot of good action sequences, yeah. but there's a lot of moments Very where they're slow yeah. moments. The 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 whole thing with um the what's the white lady's name? The doctor, the mother, the adopted mother of the little girl. Oh, um, uh, Madison. No, no, the, she was Eileen. Eileen. So. Yeah. So all the scenes with her and her daughter, of, of her trying to like connect with her daughter, mm-hmm. like it made they, the scenes seem to imply like there was like a big rift between them right. because she's just the adopted mother, but they had a really good relationship yeah. with each other. So like it, they those scenes sort of uh, gave us a, a contrary opinion of, of what the relationship well, was supposed but, to be. But also there, which brings up this other point. Yeah, I'm your doctor. I love you like a mother. Who I'm going to bring on a ship with a giant ape that could be chased by an even larger reptile that can destroy just about anything, and we're going to go to the Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, Ma- great mom, mother of the year. <laughs> yeah, like is, the ACS. Do you do you not have her? You know, <laughs> do you not have her phone number? Because I can give you that address. Yeah, that was just one of those things where I'm like, are you kidding me? You brought the kid? <laughs> no, and then their answer. Well, because it keeps calm. Calm. I'm like, that's your reason. <laughs> yeah, because because. Uh... Well, at least it wasn't some like, like in the old movies where it's like a, a a very sexy, attractive woman who apparently understands him, uh, is the only person who understands right. him because he's misunderstood. Right. You know, the the simple fact like I was waiting for for them to show that Kong knew sign language, mm-hmm. and and that was like the stupidest rationale that the daughter had is like, well, Kong told me he didn't want anybody to know. Well, now everybody knows that he, <laughs> he can do sign language. Had had. The daughter told the mother she could have kept a secret right. and used that to, to make things a lot easier. Right. I actually, when, when she was when she said, like, well, Kong didn't want anyone to know, I really wanted to see them pull the camera over to Kong with a rifle aimed right at that girl. They're <laughs> like, you talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, th- th- I mean, even with how they began the movie, was it me, only me that felt like they dropped you in the middle of a... Of a, of a premise and you're like how did we get here because what? they could never have explained that premise because yeah. it's like how did you build an entire virtual reality around an entire island that has the worst weather ever no. <laughs> you know also what kind of tranquilizers are they using on kong 
because he One was percocet. knocked out. He was knocked out when they when they show him on the on the yeah. boat, and then when they show him on the helicopters flying being flown in, he was like, "Yo, dude, right? Yeah, whatever this is, let me get another hit." Yeah, well, this, which is another another um, Godzilla versus Kong point is just that if you're if let's just say they're all equal. Well, then you could have just tranquilized Godzilla at any point. But obviously, you can't. Again, that's just how different power level they are at that point. You know? no, and then how are they delivering it? Because clearly, bullets have no effect on Kong. Suppository. You don't want it anymore. <laughs> you don't want any more. I've got pictures, but they will disturb you to the end of are your days. Are we doing a Thanos theory? Like, <laughs> oh, if, if Iron Man would have crawled up Thanos' butt, we would have solved this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just gone don't right know if that's how that movie bad. would have gone, but sure. Well, that, people people thought that was going to be... We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> no, no. You just take one of those cars right uh, put them up there and then yeah. press the button and boom and we're completing this thought yeah <laughs> i can't believe we went there <laughs> listen i made an oath to never leave thoughts uncompleted ah except for that one oath that's the one he left uncompleted all <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um how do we feel about mecha godzilla like was it like did it feel like, for me, it felt like um, the way Doomsday felt in Batman v Superman. Like, they threw it in there and it's not really the way it's supposed to be and, you know. Yeah, that was just the the, the main reason for them to come together. Right. And, and have a happy ending. Yeah. And, and when are these people going to learn that if you use parts of an evil thing, it ain't going to work out right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and well, also, you know, if you want a happy ending, well, obviously the Japanese massage therapists know better how to do that. But um, yeah, no. But I had said I had said even before we knew any details about the upcoming movie, when they announced there would be a King Kong Godzilla movie, I said they're going to have to battle each other, and there's going to have to be a common foe, because that's because both of them being franchises, neither one can literally just dominate the other one. They couldn't right. have that, you know, because then everyone would be like, "Well, I'm not going to see that movie." <laughs> they always lose, you know. <laughs> but when you follow a movie. Of a, of a fight between two giant creatures after a movie called Godzilla, King of the Monsters, pretty much know what's going to happen at that point. Pretty much. <laughs> the, um, what was the name of the three-headed uh, Hydra? Uh, Ghidorah. G okay. So um, I, I thought it was also kind of funny how like uh, they give all these creatures um, names already, and like, they're so well-known that they pretty much have trading cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that, just crazy. The, the, the geek boy was like, oh, my God, that's a, it's a Ghidra skull. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. It, it, apparently, there's like a, and they know all the stats too. It's like, oh, there's yeah. a, there's a t they because the necks are so long, they have a telepathic link, and that's how they could communicate with each other. Is it a lie for you to tell you that? Well, then you're just making it up. Exactly. <laughs> how the fuck do you know this? Sit down, Sydney. You don't know what you're talking about. You know that. <laughs> you know. How do you know? Then they just like scream really loud, and, they, and that's how every time it was screaming, it's like, hey, my ass is itching. <laughs> and the other one goes. Yeah, same here too. Oh my God! Scratch the other side. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also yeah, but like like you know, Rafa pointed out, it's just like so we use technology to somehow connect this da 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 Ghidorah. Yeah, you mean the creature that was trying to destroy the Earth? Yeah, that's gonna go well. <laughs> and apparently, aren't you the same doctor that made the Sharktopus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How'd that turn out? <laughs> but apparently also these creatures souls inhabit their skulls so like it's it still has that was lucky a for telepathic them, link that was lucky yeah <laughs> oh god yeah, it's it just like stop stop the science but but to go back to your thing about the question about the mecha godzilla um yeah i, I agree with also what ralph was saying is that um it definitely felt more filler at the same time though i was trying to think could they make a godzilla versus mecha godzilla movie like that's the whole premise 
the only way you could really do it would be the same company is constantly making different models of things to try and destroy him until they finally come up with the big one at the end. Okay. But I don't think that would be any more interesting. Like, no. So that I think like really they kind of looked at it and said, well, we can't make a whole movie about this, so right. tack it on somewhere, you know? No, and the, so the simple fact also, like they, they um, this company is trying to make, make Godzilla out to be uh, a mindless monster just attacking. And the only reason he was attacking was because he sensed uh, the Ghidorah skull. Right. Right? Well, he, he senses the large creature because that's why he could also sense Kong. And I don't understand. But that made no sense there because, because Godzilla doesn't just kill all those creatures. Because at the end of Godzilla, King of the Monsters, he's like, who's the man? I'm the man. <laughs> You're all alive. Don't press your luck. Yes. <laughs> you know? We're his pets. Yeah, pretty much. Um, anything else you want to add or kind of close with before we go into renaming and ratings? Because we seem to, this movie is kind of simple in that way where there's not much to really talk about. I mean, the action sequences, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is totally like the reason why you buy a big TV, the reason why you get 4K. Right. But if you're looking to be mentally stimulated, I think it's the wrong movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's, there's no mental stimulation there. My, my question, though, is that, so Millie Bobby Brown is there. So it, is the underneath and the hollow earth, is that the same place? Uh, <laughs> no, wow, that's really good. So if if you had taken that right where the entrance of the Hollow Earth was, you would be in the underneath. Ah, that makes much more sense. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> but nothing else we want to add. Let's go right to renaming and ratings. Uh, no, go ahead. All right, cool. Rename the series, Ralph. You ready? You go first. Okay, I'm gonna call it Monkey Shines. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like this movie was all about King Kong, and, and, and Godzilla kind of showed up every now and again. Hey, I'm here, guys. What's going on? <laughs> it, 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 uh, maybe that's just me because I want more Godzilla. Yeah. I think I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big, big fan of Godzilla, but I like him more than Kong. Yeah, that's for sure. So you know, Ralph, what do you got? Uh, Godzilla and Kong. Friends forever. I love you. Oh, friends. All right, I'll beat you if you don't drop that axe. <laughs> Mike, uh, I'm just gonna call it punk ass bitch. The King Kong story. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Why don't you put it down? Stop being a bitch. Fight like a man. <laughs> I, I could see it as a documentary where they're interviewing Kong and he's speaking normal. He's like, listen, I could have won, you know. But he was looking at me in a certain type of way. And since I had the axe, I didn't think it was fair. So I put it down. You know? <laughs> yeah. He didn't make me put down the axe. I put it down because I wanted to put it down. Exactly. It just happened to be he looked at me wrong. And I put it down. <laughs> smarter. Smarter. <laughs> no, wrong monkey movie. That's um, Planet of the Apes. Yes. Okay, so ratings. For oh, God. could you just imagine like the oh. jizz fest of the Planet of the Apes watching that movie? <laughs> they must have been like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then when Kong got his ass handed to him, they would just go crazy. <laughs> I, we just, I just can't believe we went there. All right. So ratings for Godzilla versus Kong. Ralph? I give Godzilla versus Kong uh, 7 out of 10 uh, mysterious uh, Kong statues in the un, uh, hollow, earth. hollow Earth that no one explains. And why is there a throne there? Because they needed to sit down somewhere. Not apparently. <laughs> you get tired after you make a giant Kong, uh, you know, ape statue. I'm going to give Godzilla versus Kong, real simple, five and a half waters, no tap, out of ten. <laughs> that whole thing. And You're trying to control your mind with tap water. Listening to people talk about that stuff, I can't lie, I know people who do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know a few. That was, that was pretty funny. It was like, 
uh, they put substances in the tap water to make you more susceptible to suggestion. But I drink tap water all the time. Yeah, you seem like the type. <laughs> well, that's what I said. Like, he's a smart kid. So, of course, he got made fun of for being smart. I'm like, how does that work? Anyhow, Anyhow. I, I will give that rating a uh, seven. Knowledge is bad. Disobedience is good out of ten. <laughs> Very true. Yes. All right. So, there you have it. Godzilla versus Kong. Get the rid of the humans, and we can talk about a really good matchup. But everybody, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go is next. Woo! Geeks on the go. Dude, could you even like let the whole thing go? Nope. <laughs> oh boy, it's against Eugene policy. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Ralph's different now that we have an audience here. Okay, so everybody knows the segment. I give quick questions. You done? Yes, okay. <laughs> I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute every now and again. But now that we're live, I don't think Ralph has the guts to be able to... Oh, you do have the guts, don't you? Yes, I do. Oh, you know Mike, why? Why? Because he likes big guts and he can't oh. deny. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this new soundboard, he's like on point, Mike. I don't know what the hell's going on. I know. Yeah. I was taking soundboard lessons. Oh, boy, my goodness. And, and, but it's such a cute soundboard. It's so small. Wow, you never want to hear anybody say that like that. Uh, as a man, anyway. Ready, set, go. Which is a better battle matchup for Godzilla, the Power Rangers Megazord, or Voltron? Ralph. Um, I mean, does it really matter? Because Godzilla's going to win anyway. Wow, okay, Mike. Truth, but I go with Voltron, Biatch. All right, all right. Um, which would make a more interesting movie? Kong versus the Transformers or Kong versus the Cloverfield monster? Mike. Bring out the shaky cam and crazy glue on Liberty's head. Cloverfield's going down. Oh, wow, okay, Ralph. I would have to agree with Mike, but I would rather see the Transformers because with Cloverfield, it's only going to be Puke City with me. Oh, really? Because of the vertical motion sickness. Yeah, all right. (laughs) And in the MCU multiverse that should be introduced very soon, should it be used to introduce mutants? Ralph. I mean, they could find another way or a better way or just not do it entirely. I don't know. Okay. Mike. Hell to the no. <laughs> and we get it under a minute. Where's my bell and whistles? Hold on. Where's my bell and whistles? That I got. Let's you. Go. Come on. I got you right now. Here, here you go. Here you go. Let's see. No, that's just cheesy, man. Let's get something like you know more festive. Festive? You mean holiday festive? And his heart grew three sizes larger that day. <laughs> here's, here's your festive. Being Yo, is Huggy Bear over there? <laughs> Being that I have my daughter on my lap, I cannot say what I think that sounds like. But for those <laughs> in the audience who know what that sounds like, please send us an email. <laughs> is this what it sounds like? So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go to it. Shout outs, gentlemen. Do we have any shout outs? I would like to shout out anyone who's still listening on this journey that we're on right now. So thank you and keep on doing what you're doing. All right. All right. Mike, any shout outs? Shout out to all those wonderful listeners. We are getting through this pandemic and everything else. Masks are coming off. People are socializing a little bit more. We're actually in the same room. I despise all of that. But I am happy that we're making progress here. So thank you all very much. And to anyone that hasn't listened in a while, welcome back. 
All right, that's right. Um, my usual shout out to everybody that shows us love, especially Johannes. Johannes! Especially Johannes. South Carolina. South Carolina! Especially Carolina. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. <laughs> and um, shout out to um, everybody who's just starting on, especially if you um, if you caught um, my interview. I had an interview with Tetris Goddess. Um, I believe it was July 8th. And um, it should be live on IG now. So um, if you haven't checked it out. Check it out, but I know we might have a couple of new listeners who saw it live. So those who are on, welcome, welcome aboard. And um, I guess we're done unless you have any more big monsters to fight each other and have human subplots going on. We don't have any of that? Nope. Not anymore. Oh, great. That's fantastic. So for MFG, and I'm, I still want to say the other name, but we just call him Mike. And RT Square, Ralph the Tech, here's the cap saying keep it geeky. Good day, guys.